everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mirror, Alberta. I'm not so this is round two. I'm not even in the country. I'm right close to cities and still cell service is garbage. Way to go, Bell. You rock. Anyway, good morning everybody, it's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mirror, Alberta, and I'm not at the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mirror, Alberta, I am on my way to Red Deer for court, again. I've been in court more in the last two years than I thought I ever would be in my entire life, but that's okay. So I'm in court <coughs> answering for uh, participating in a the most heinous crime possible of acting out against the government. That's why I'm in court. Because I poured coffee and served hamburgers. And I said this in the last short cell phone service interrupted live, but illegal burgers do taste better. So I'm on my way to court. And some of you might be uh, thinking right now, well, you know, this is the government's fault. This is Danielle Smith's fault because she isn't pardoning uh, all of the people that are getting persecuted for COVID stuff. And while this is the fault of the government in some way, pardon me, must be nervous. Um, I don't think it's the premier's fault. So do you remember when uh, the UCP leadership contest was going and Danielle Smith was talking about how she's going to look into the COVID charges and see if there's some way to give all of us folks who got charged some amnesty. Just drop it all. Because it's not in the public's best interest to pursue it. Well, uh, a few days ago she made an announcement, she made an announcement that she wasn't going to be able to do anything. And there's a few reasons for this. The largest of which is the separation of government. So the separation of the executive, the judicial and the legislative branch, branches of government. Now, to be fair, those lines can be blurred, and they were absolutely blurred, in the persecution of me and others, but um, they can't be blurred in the in, in getting rid of it, I guess. So there is no legal or legislated mechanism in which a premier can interfere in the judicial process. It doesn't work like that in Alberta. So there's nothing she can do. So she said that she's going to do what she can and have uh, discussions with the Crown prosecutors and remind them that these things are not in the public's best interest and they have a low likelihood of conviction and they shouldn't bother pursuing them. And I agree. But for the record, I did not ever ask for amnesty for my charges. As a matter of fact, I specifically said that I didn't want this stuff to be withdrawn so that I could go through the process. And you might think I'm crazy for that. My lawyers thought I was crazy when I told them to, uh, they could take their plea deal, plead guilty to one charge and pay $2,300 and have everything disappear. I told them to shove it. They said I was crazy. But the way I look at this, until somebody stands up for themselves and for others around them 
against this bully, this AHS bully, this bureaucracy bully, and a government bully for that matter, and gives them a black eye, they're not going to stop. So somebody needs to pursue this. Now, I have the uh, incredible blessing of having all my legal stuff covered through um, Fight the Vines, through the Democracy Fund, as, uh, uh, as Rebel News has helped with. So I have that ability. So why in the world would I want to flush that all away just to save myself? Well, I don't. Not only am I going to give AHS a black eye, figuratively a legal black eye, I'm going to give them a wedgie and I'm going to hang them up on the coat rack by their underwear when I give them a wedgie so that everybody can see the bully for who the bully is. Yeah, I know, that's some big talk. Maybe I'll crash and burn. But you know what? In my experience, in my life, I, I've i never backed down from a bully. And I never would. Why? I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of rolling over and uh, participating in their BS. So anyway, for those of you who are uh, upset with the Premier about that announcement you shouldn't be. If you thought that there was going to be a pardon or your case was going to get dismissed or your fines tossed out because the premier, you think she said so, you should be upset with yourself. Because you should know that a premier can't just say goodbye to your tickets and interfere with the courts. You should know that. And you should have paid attention to what was said. People hear what they want to hear because they're hopeful. Danielle Smith said that she was going to uh, do her best to, and she was going to look into seeing if there was something she could do about this. She did that and there's nothing she could do. If you heard that, if you heard, I will pardon you, that's on you and not on her. And I think the media should be ashamed of themselves, although they're not going to be because they're, they're delusional bad words. If you believe the media and what they said about this, uh, that's on you too. Because by now, no matter what side you're on, you should realize that if the media is telling you something, you should probably take it with a grain of salt and think about it yourself. I was guilty of uh, kind of flying off the handle and getting upset when I saw the media and their reporting on what the Premier said. It took me a few hours to actually use my own brain and figure out what it all meant and what it really was. And in the end, it's not what the media said. So, uh, there's that. There was something else I wanted to talk about. Ah, yes, on the radio today. Oh, by the way, thank you for all the messages of, of support and the and the, uh, the good luck comments and stuff like that for court. I really appreciate it. And I really hope to see you there. I think we're all going out for lunch. Uh, around that noon, 11.30 noon type thing, so that's going to be fun to get together too. Anyway, uh, I heard something on the radio today. The majority of Albertans believe we're in a recession. Uh, the majority of Albertans believe they're going backwards financially, and they're looking at job losses and blah, 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 blah. Recession. Well, duh. Really? The majority of Albertans think we're heading for a recession? We're allowing the federal government to punish our province 
and take away our prosperity with ridiculous green policies that do nothing for the climate and do everything to destroy our prosperity? Really? The majority of Albertans think that there's a recession coming. Wow. Well, are the majority of Albertans going to get their heads out of their asses and stop participating in the green agenda, the anti-human agenda that does nothing but take our prosperity away and force us into recession? <laughs> Albertans are concerned about the price at the pump and, and their energy bills and their, and their grocery bills. Maybe if we didn't allow the federal government to tax us on what what our existence is based upon, which is carbon, maybe we wouldn't be paying what we do at the pumps. Maybe our groceries wouldn't be through the roof. Maybe a little restaurant like mine wouldn't have a $5,000 power bill. This is what conceding to the climate alarmists and the green agenda gets you. It gets you poverty and destruction, and it does not help the climate. Get it through your heads. Participating in net zero and conceding to the federal government that we need to meet these emissions targets does not equal prosperity. No, much, no matter how much you believe that industry is going to invest in Alberta because we give them carbon credits. That is not how this works. It is in exactly the opposite. When the government taxes you on your existence, on everything that makes you human, it does not benefit you and it does not lead to prosperity. So I will say again, if the federal government wants to take us down a path to unimaginable energy costs, a green future, and when I say green, I mean gray, because green doesn't work. If they want to take us down that path, Alberta should be standing up and saying, no, we are not going to do it because it's based on a lie, period. And we can. The majority don't agree with me yet, but they will. As the pain at the pumps goes up, as the pain at the grocery store goes up, as uh, people are forced to turn their thermostats down to, to, I don't know, instead of keeping them at a nice 20, maybe now they're at 17 or 16. As the temperature of your house drops, so does the desire for change. So, I think eventually the majority of people will wake up and realize what we need to do. But unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of suffering in the meantime. So, my court stuff... My charges, my speeding tickets from AHS pale in comparison to the real adversary we have, which is the climate and their desire to push Alberta into not only energy poverty, but right out of existence. And that's what I'll continue to speak up against. And for those of you who are pounding your keyboard and calling my cafe and saying, why are you still fighting? All the restrictions are gone. Wake up. Do you have any idea how many people are still fighting charges? How many people have lost their businesses? How many people's families have been destroyed? How many people lost loved ones because of the restrictions? This is not over. This won't be over for generations. The only thing that's going to heal this and fix this is time. And that's because eventually people will just forget what happened because it didn't happen to them. But right now, there's millions and millions of people all across Alberta 
who have been harmed by the actions of Alberta Health Services and the Alberta government and the federal government of Canada, and they have had no remedy, nothing, no apology, nothing. They're still dealing with all the pain and hurt and suffering that was caused from the government's reaction to a virus. So it is not over. And it will not be over until people are held accountable. And they apologize. I mean, that's what we do in this country and in this province. We apologize for everything. We apologize for actions of, you know, five generations ago. So far removed from us that we, you know, we don't even consider... We don't, we don't even know they existed, but we apologize for that and we, and we make reparations for that. Well, I mean, I guess reparations kind of uh, makes you think about slavery, but not everybody whose ancestors were slaves get reparation. My ancestors were slaves. Oh, weird, right? I'm white. Yeah, my Irish ancestors were slaves and they were lower than the African slaves. They were cheaper, they were treated worse. I don't recall ever being offered reparations, but whatever, I don't want them. I just want to get on with my life and move forward. And maybe after today in court, well, it's three days of court, but maybe after that I can move forward with other more important things like preventing Alberta from going down the toilet, which is the green agenda. They call it the green agenda, not because a green, uh, uh, a future without fossil fuels looks green. They call it a green agenda because it's green shit that has no business in government policy. And it stinks. Anyway, see you at court, everybody. Have a great day. Uh, I hope you enjoy the foggy weather as I am. And uh, I'll talk to you later.